Welcome to the Urbane Legend Christmas mini-series. Happy holidays. I'm driving away from my home this Christmas. Cause I can no longer stand to see your faces. Yes, I'm driving away from my home this Christmas. And I've been using a fake identity so you won't find me. Well, I'm pretty sure the kids ain't mine. And I've given this all my time, but I'm driving away from my home tonight. Episode of the Christmas mini series of Urbane Legends, the podcast which is usually about urban legends and other things within that area. Whereas uh, for the mini series, uh, we are looking at some myths or questions about Christmas, and uh, Neil is putting them across like a professional lawyer guy. And our good friend DJ Khaled is passing down judgment. We are currently aboard his airship over the mid-Atlantic. Um, and I am one of your hosts, Chris Flynn, and here's your other host. Neil Herbert. Yeah, just pulling out some vaguely Christmas-related tat to talk about. Yeah, well, that's all right, isn't it? It's one or the other, isn't it? That's one or the other. Do you know what? Like, I think we've spent too long on this airship because, you know, we got into a bit of, a bit of a shoving match the other yeah, day. Yeah. Um, over the skiffle board, I've got I've, I've, I got into another heated discussion with someone. Um, right. I was I was just Cisco been arguing about the tater tots again. No, I mean Cisco wouldn't argue. I'm I um I try and avoid him because I'd fanboy him too much. Okay, it's a be embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of nod and then giggle like, <laughs> like a Japanese schoolgirl. Um, no, I was um. I was just walking through the uh, the botanical garden deck, yeah, and um, Hugh Grant came up to me, right, and he went, yes. he went, oh, like you've got the face of someone who could be in a movie, and I went, oh, that's really yeah, nice of you. Snuff movie. Such a... No, he he went, huh, the island of Doctor Monroe. I went, all right, what's all that? Like, just a bit tasty. What's this? You're not even English. Yeah, what do you mean? I went, well, you're from Adelaide, Australia, aren't you? Because he is. He's not actually English. He's from Australia. He's from Australia, yeah. He's from Adelaide. Well, that's that's how it works, isn't it? In films in America, because because things look different on film than yeah. in real life. All English people are played by Australians. Yeah. All Americans are played by English people. Yeah. Um, all Irish people are played by Scottish people. Oh, no, sorry. All Scottish people are played by Irish people. And, and all Irish people are played by Americans. Oh right, yeah, that's it. That's how it works. That's how it all works. Um, just because it doesn't look right otherwise. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I mean that was a bit prick of him, wasn't it? Considering like he's a, like the best thing that he's ever been in is that mugshot when he was caught with a prostitute. Oh, someone's getting a bit salty. Yeah, I've, 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 do you know what? I thought of that afterwards. I'm sorry, I bet I've, you did. I've, so I've decided to say it. Yes, I thought I'd say it now. Retribution in. Out of earshot. Out of earshot, but over the airways. Yeah. Yeah, we won't be listening to this, will he? 
Huh? No, I don't know. Maybe his publicist might listen. I doubt yeah, it. Oh, that's sweet, sweet Paddington residual, isn't he? He's in the. Uh, I think he plays the Umpa Loompas in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wouldn't be surprised. Sounds about right. Little orange prick. Um, so, Dil, um, I believe we're talking about what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We're talking about the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. That's that final episode. Because I started like a finale time. I started a bit of a war on Christmas, didn't I? Whether yeah. over the Christmas being too commercial or not. But do you know what? I've yeah, calmed down since. Yeah. Calmed down since. I've decided it's it's not commercial enough. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. To this know. has nothing to do with me recently signing a commercial deal with a Christmas tree manufacturer. Is that, that the two-figure deal you were referring to the other day? Well, two-figure if it goes well. Yeah. Well, you know, on the back end. Put the work in, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got to record 18 adverts and I could get up to two figures for it. So Ooh. that's not bad. That would be going into the uh, Urbane Legends bank account, which only you have access to. But um, It's very empty at the moment. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well... Nary a shilling to be found. Well, I, tr- I trust you, but... Yeah. I mean, like, if I could have a look at the books one day, that might be nice. Are you would you understand them, Chris? I wouldn't then? understand it's it. It's a double ledger I'm... system, you see. It's just confusion. Oh. And I'm enumerate. Yeah. I don't really understand what, this, what the symbols mean. Concepts of money or numbers. No, like, yeah. no idea. You know how terrified you get. If it if If it's more than the amount of digits I have, then I tend to fall over and just cry... Fetal position. It's too it's too expansive for my simple mind. Numbers are, you know, they're a fun, they're a strange brew. They are. Well, I don't, I don't believe they exist. No. Um, so, Christmas, something, something, Christmas. something, 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 something. Christmas. So, do you think there's a war on Christmas, Neil? Do you think oh. the woke? Do you think the woke karate are trying to uh, cancel? Santa Claus. I mean, I'm sceptical personally, so I'm coming in with for an honest investigation. Mm. You know, we're going to look into two. We'll look into sort of a UK-based one, which is fairly notorious, and um, and then we'll have a look at the. uh, You know, I think I've got a little bit of site from Fox News. Fox News, not a site that we've sourced or that we sourced before, so or a source that we cited before. No, I mean it's it. It's questionable whether you can call it a source. <laughs> well, we've you know we've looked we've at the, we've, we've used the Daily Mail before, but um, yeah. um, I imagine that Fox News have a few things to say about uh, the left trying to destroy Christmas. They just want you know, just want it to be fairly represented alongside everything else. From what I can what I can see from this article I've seen, so okay. Well, I think I might have mentioned the graphic last week as well, but I'm spelling that out as well because that's worth. That's we worth mentioned it. We mentioned it off air. Was it off air? I couldn't remember. So that's a, uh, yeah. And by last, week you, and by last week, you mean yesterday? Yeah, I mean yesterday. I'm losing all track. <laughs> it was yesterday, no, it would be two, two, two nights ago, to be fair. You need to like, start easing up on that codeine-based alcohol drink you have. No, I'll tell you what I'm going I'm getting into. You're all sixes and sevens. It's Well, no, normally we don't necessarily record these on a week-to-week, and, um, yeah, I forgot the conceit of these is that they're every day and uh, or they'll be going out on a daily basis rather than a weekly basis, which is why I normally publishing schedule is. Anyway. Yeah, that was unnecessary. There's a, there's a bunch of sentences that maybe need to hit. 
you can come out. Um, right, th- thanks for that. Oh, well, should we, you know, after that fun, fun conversation, should we... Uh... Let's have a look at some fun war on Christmas. Look some fun war on Christmas. I'm, I'm just going to quickly go to... Let's have a look. So war on Christmas, from what I think of it, is that you can't even call it Christmas anymore. You have to call it winter tidings. Or that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, because, or, you because, know, it, because it upsets Muslim people or something like that. Yeah, or somebody saying happy holidays is kind of like, you know, trampling all over your rights to say Merry Christmas or, or what have you. <laughs> saying, trying, you saying, saying happy holidays is denying the existence of Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's that kind of thing. So let's um, let's go back to 2010 and the Daily Mail. And uh, and then and then we'll explore the the source of Daily this. Mail and Fox News. So we're in for some stuff which I instinctively agree with. So I mean, this is going to be an example of a, of a Tory minister coming out with something that's a untrue and b um, you know completely disreputable. But it'll actually make you long for the good old days when actually it was far less than century than what it would be now. I'm going crazy. So it's time to ditch Winterval and remember Christmas is about the birth of Christ, declares Minister. That's Eric Pickles. You might remember him. Yeah, I do. Big fat Fun lad. lad. Yeah, he was a, he was a big boy. Um, mm-hmm. Community Secretary Eric Pickles said that politically correct Grinches should not be allowed to obscure the fact that it's a festival to mark the birth of Christ. Now, bear in mind, this was before everyone started overusing the term woke. So, uh, right, yeah, I think, yeah. I think woke definitely predates so 2010. On, but... I, would, I would say the war on Christmas was one of the original culture wars. Yeah, it's say. been it going on. Like, it was almost like test the water. If we yeah. can get them to think there's a war on Christmas, we can get them to think that their teachers are trying to, teachers are trying to change all of our children's gender. Yeah, it was kind of like a Bush era, I think, sort of, yeah. What could, you know, with with us or against us, and how far can we push all of this? Well, would it um, have been would it have been Bush? So if, if it was pickles. Oh no, no, no. I mean that's when, when a lot of these cultural oh, right, war yeah. stuff started, sure. I think. Because I mean he was, you know, there was a heavily divisive. I mean, normally I mean, you you think back to well, I don't know. I mean it's all So too... again, like this is one where so you're saying it was heavily divisive. I mean, it was heavily divisive in the pages of the Daily Mail. I don't remember anyone in real life saying anything about it. Well, I'll, I'll quote you a few stats on that. Was anyway, so here's, here's, there's an article I'm reading from. So, yeah, I don't, uh, to be fair, not too many people in real life. It's just an interesting example of how these things get picked up and, uh, and, and, and constantly repeated. Rile up the masses. Yeah. So he called for the likes of the Winterville Festival of the 90s, which combined secular and interface religious elements to be consigned to the dustbin of history. The dustbin of history. Yeah. We should actively celebrate the Christian basis of Christmas and not allow politically correct Grinches to marginalise Christianity and the importance of birth of Christ. The war on Christmas is over, and the likes of Winterville, Winter Lights and Luminous deserve to be in the dustbin of history. Right, so the problem with that, right, <laughs> is it's none of his fucking business how people choose to celebrate a festival. Right, is it? It's not. Well, it's no, not. Exactly. It's not. It's none of his fucking business, and it's not doing any harm. And um, I mean, like, you're, for people who are really into free speech and liberty, this is a well. It's it's a nice of it's a nice clear 
um, for what would I say? A nice clear example how people who are into that stuff, that kind of stuff, actually only mean like for themselves, not for everyone else. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, to be fair, he was he is talking as the community secretary. I think at this point, so he's um, basically pointing out that councils yeah, should worse. be putting up Christmas lights and all the rest of it. When they're talking about councils having to. Because uh, they shouldn't play Scrooge by cutting down on Christmas festivities, despite the fact that we're massively cutting their funding. Yeah, completely cutting their funding. Fifteen percent yeah, like year on year because of the disastrous um, austerity program. Which, yeah, really. so although that hadn't actually started at that point. Um, well, so no, let's what go date is? This is twenty ten. So they've just well, they have started. Yeah, so they came in on austerity ticket. Because 2008 was a financial crash and they got in in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, so they came in on so austerity. Been in, they, I can't remember when the general election was in 2010, but they wouldn't have been in right. that long. But yeah, well, or at least they've just put in austerity. Um, so let's look back at what Winterfell was then. Mr Pickles. A season of public events in Birmingham, Birmingham England, organised by Birmingham City Council. Um, so, I mean, oh, yeah, you said it doesn't get used that much. I mean, you're right, not something that someone in the street would use, but it does get, it's it's been so... I'm not well, going to go... or whatever. Yeah. No, the point which I was making is that the person, like, people who I speak to, but then again, you know, I must live in a bit of an echo chamber because of the people I... who are my family and that, and people who I get on with, right? So they're normally going to be of a similar mindset. But no one would have, like, if you called it, right, this is, uh, we're putting on the Christmas lights or we're putting on the Winterval lights, no one would have given a shit. No, fair enough. Um, let's have a look. But specifically, the sort of Winterval thing is, I'm just having a look, you know, there's, a, there's an article from 2011 that explains it. Yeah. So broadsheets were just as bad at legitimising the myth. It, um, the, the Times and Sunday Times repeated the myth 40 times in total since 98. Yeah, but they um, were also very right-wing. And the Daily Mail got it in 44 times. So, I wouldn't what, call that... I wouldn't call the Daily Mail a broadsheet. No, no, no. That, um, the the, the uh, Telegraph and Tabloid. Right. Telegraph and Tabloid. The, um, the Sunday Times... Oh, no, the, the Times and Sunday Times, excuse me, not the Telegraph. Um... Yeah, so Winterfell basically it was just it was it was only in like ninety seven, ninety eight, and it was part of a broader sort of season where they they were going in through all the way from Halloween all the way right. through to New Year's Eve. Right, long. The idea was to create sort of like a um, you know a festival. It was I mean basically they were just trying to get people to come along to Birmingham and go and spend do some, some shopping, yeah, go and do some shopping. Because you've actually got a picture here, so you're going to look at the wiki page. So it was a season of public events in Birmingham, England, organised by the council. Um, and then the year after is to encourage people into the newly rejuvenated city with secular and religious events, marking religion and other occasions, including Christmas during the relevant periods. Mm. So, you know, they obviously didn't want to exclude anyone yep. because people have got yep. money and they'll spend yep. money, and especially Birmingham being a very cosmopolitan city. Um, yeah, very diverse. So Winterville it was a winter festival. Um, they And they covered, you know, Diwali, the Christmas lights switch on, um, BBC Christmas in Need and New Year's Eve, etc., yeah. Um, you know, so let's have a look. The head of the win, the head of win, the name Winterville was called, um, coined by the council's head of events, Mike Chubb. He explained, like ten years later, quite simply, as events at that time, we needed a vehicle to cover a whole load of marketing of seasons of events, all of those things. 
Um, also a season that included theatre shows, open-air ice rink, Frankfurt open-air Christmas market, um, Christmas called Christmas as a celebration lay at the heart of it. Political correctness was never the reasoning behind Winterville, but yes, it was intended no, to be inclusive. Winterville is, is a... Well, it was, like, it's, it was just it was a brand day part over that. A winter, yeah, for winter festival, which is what it was. It was a festival celebrating lots of different things, not just Christmas, over a three-month period or two-month period in order to try and increase footfall into Birmingham city centre. Yeah, and, and spend more in the shopping, um, Michael. Um, burn them. Yeah, and then they've got... Burn a, them. They've got a... Uh, nil, sort of, nil. Burn them. Maybe burn not. Them. Um, and they've got a picture of... Uh, Basically, a poster here that they put up, where you can see the uh, the Christmas is Christmas in Birmingham. Come for the shopping, stay for the day, and they've got a slightly. I mean, the picture. So they've got the picture of Christmas in Birmingham. Then they've got hmm. kids like uh, sort of pointing at toys and looking really happy about it, and their mum looking even happier that she's going to have to spend money on this tap. Yeah, and it says, "Come for the shopping, stay for the day," and then they have a picture of a clown. I don't know. They stay for the murder. Maybe. Well, I'm not into the whole sort of clowns of a murderous thing, but I mean, is that really all you've got to offer for the day, Birmingham? You've got like nice canals and stuff. Yeah. So the thing is that Birmingham City Council, are, I hate to say, it, are quite well known for being fairly inept and especially at marketing. Like I was telling you that um, someone I know worked for a marketing company that Birmingham City Council were using and they ended up cancelling the contract because of all the mistakes that the council kept making without going through them and they were meant to be in charge of the marketing strategy. The funniest being that they put out a, they sent out pamphlets to go through everyone's door, like in Birmingham, and um, basically it was meant to have the skyline of Birmingham that up, but it had the skyline of Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> Birmingham in England, and they just put that in. No one had noticed or bothered checking or anything. And then they'd sent out like 150,000 leaflets with this on. <laughs> just They're also bankrupt, aren't they? I, or, or, or going in that direction, I can't mm. remember. And to be fair, that's something that's facing a lot of councils, yeah. including, you know, um, ones run by all different political parties. I think, you know, yeah. the English Council under a lot of pressure at the moment. And anyway, yeah, Winterville's at uh, the bottom, Winterville 98, in a much smaller font than the Christmas part. So, yeah, I mean, basically the whole thing was kind of like just, just something that they kept repeating ad nauseum was a, something that was going to be uh, replacing Christmas, which clearly yeah. wasn't. No. But that's the UK. So so what you're saying here is that the right-wing media got very angry about something which was a false premise which they made up themselves. Okay. Mm. Wonder but, if that'll ha- wonder if that'll ever happen again. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I probably done their lessons. It's probably thought. a mistake. I reckon it's probably an honest mistake. Yeah. Right, now we'll go to, to the US and see what, what their version of War on Christmas is, because they've got a number of different it's funny, I I'm sure there are, but I, I found a, one from 2001 where some old drunk set fire to the fox Christmas tree. <laughs> um, it, and they called it a hate crime. He doesn't doesn't seem to have... Yeah, I think it was just like a sort of, you know, a homeless person with, with mental health issues because he was exposing himself to reports covering a trial elsewhere on another day. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know that he was making a political statement per se. So you're not sure that correlation... 
necessarily. Yeah, I don't. And there's another one here. It doesn't explain what the background is, but um, Tucker Carlson was. Oh, he's good, isn't he? The left's new target is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, apparently. Um, <laughs> explain what's what that's about. Fuck but, it now. But but I've gone but I've gone straight to the source to look. It's like it. a baby talking, isn't it? <laughs> it's good, isn't it? But it's 2022. I didn't see one for 2023. I'm sure there is one, but um, mm. you know maybe that maybe the wars you know they've, they've ceased ceasefire. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's more important wars. Couldn't, couldn't agree funding because they're all busy trying to figure out who the speaker of the house was or wherever that whole thing goes. Yeah, so I think they they did get another one in, didn't they? But um, they did. Yeah, but there seems seems to be a lot of yeah difficulty agreeing funding, etc. Anyway, uh, war on Christmas. That's the weird thing about the American political system, right? That midway through, so you have your presidential, yeah, right. But then midway through the term, normally, then you have your congressional um, elections, yeah. And every single time, so basically, what it what it always goes in the other direction. Yeah. So every single time, you're basically like, so I don't see the almost every time you basically right well you've got half a term to do something then you won't be able to do anything it's like you're wasting half of the half of the time yeah yeah it's weird isn't it hey you know it's um, Don't it's, matter. What they, it's what they decided to do yeah no it just seems weird to me that because that always seems to happen like it happens no matter who's in then it's like so essentially even if you're a two-term president Normally, you get like two years to do stuff at the start, and then the rest of it just gets well, yeah. Gets the last two years get through. written off because you're a lame duck president at that yeah. point, don't they? And they're trying to do that off the yeah. first time term on the on the proviso that you're surely not going to get elected two terms. So yeah, it does seem like there's not not a lot of time to actually get things. Not done. a lot of time to do anything, is there? Yeah, they seem to cope, but uh, well. Yeah, so to, to an extent. Anyway, so so this isn't twenty two rather than twenty three. But uh, so war on Christmas from a throne tree to a split parade. Battles public and private raged on in twenty two. <laughs> so the twenty twenty two war on Christmas includes a Satanist display and an uncancelled Christmas tree. Now you <laughs> might think this is just a random series of unrelated events, but mm. um, no, this is this is this is sustained proof of the war. And what I like here, the the graphic. So this is um, who is it they hate. George Soros. Oh, yeah, it's probably George Soros. They haven't mentioned that. No, they haven't gotten to that. It was probably dog whistles towards that sort of thing later, yeah. earlier, later on. But um, Jesse Waters. So you can celebrate Kwanzaa, but not Christmas. And not true. What, what we've got here, we'll find out, Chris. We'll find out. <laughs> in a the uh, the graphic, and I do like these. You don't get these in UK news. There's um you get these these sort of graphics with the with the uh, the US um, news services. It's got a Christmas prohibited sign mm-hmm. and a prime time saves Christmas. What's prime uh, time? Is that like a, a show on Fox, presumably? I presume that this is Jesse Waters' show. It's called Prime Time with prime Jesse Waters. with Jesse Waters. Or Watters. Um, and what, what they've done to, to bring about that sort of events is a, uh, a Santa Claus is doing yeah. a, a flying kick into the, <laughs> uh, into the sign, buckling it over. So that's, and he's got a Christmas in one hand, but it's sort of like, Fist in the other hand, so he's yeah. <laughs> is he? Is it? Is he like a like a tough center? It's yeah, not like he's, a big fat he's pretty center. cut. No, he's not a big fat center. No, he could he could mix it. I reckon he's like um, looks pretty lean. Cobra center or something. Yeah. <laughs> Commando center. Commando center. Yeah, he's done. You know, he's he's done some time at the forces. Um, 
I mean, I question why the right are constantly trying to sexualize Santa, but you know, maybe that's another discussion for another time. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's what it is, Chris. You know, <laughs> Santa's the gift that keeps on giving for all sorts uh-huh. of reasons. Some people like them a little on the large side. Some people like them lean. That's, that's some it. people like all, them kick, all is good. Kickboxers, yeah, kicking down signs. Um, yeah, so such yeah, a yeah, bad. What, does he, but the thing is, like Santa's such a bad boy, isn't he? I mean, he is, you, you yeah. know, you know, you shouldn't, but you shouldn't. You can't help yourself, can you? Something, something sort of sexy about a dangerous Santa is breaking into houses, that kind of thing. Yeah, like. Stealing food, overworking a team full of elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, I mean, mistreating animals. He's he's he's. Women want to be with him, and men also want to be want with to be him. And that's, be him, yeah. Be him and be with him. Yeah, that, that's 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 why Santa's such a compelling, compelling character for all ages. That's why he's got such a swollen head, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's why he's always coming out with all that stuff when he's hanging around with Kanye West. So, whether celebrating Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or simply the end of twenty two and the arrival of the new year, one thing should be clear: tis a season to be merry, and in a perfect world, that would be true. Mm. True meaning of the holidays. Neil, can, get... I, can I just point something out to you? Go on. We we don't live in a perfect world. Well, as will be amply demonstrated, I suspect, by the rest of this article. Yeah, but I just didn't want you to, you know, you're you're quite naive. I didn't want you to get shocked. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very Panglossian about this. I tend to think yeah. we live in the best of all possible worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted just to just to signpost that. that so we don't post that for me. We don't, we don't actually yeah. live in a perfect world. Me and Professor Pangloss and Leibniz will agree to disagree. Thank you. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just looking out for you. So, the true meaning of the holidays can easily get lost with the stress and tensions that come with standing in lines, sitting in traffic, and trying to plan for that perfect holiday feast. Mm. Some people take matters into their own hands and wage war on Christmas or around the festive holiday with grinches. Well, mother, mother, where's my gun? <laughs> ruining a good old family Christmas and winding up on the naughty list. I mean, I like that having a little bit of fun with this. But earlier this month in Dedham, Massachusetts, library director Amber Maroney banned Christmas trees because they made people feel uncomfortable. Fortunately, somebody sounded the alarm to Fox News questioning why it was okay to celebrate Kwanzaa but not Christmas. Does anybody in Dedham, Massachusetts even celebrate Kwanzaa? My hostile host, Jess. Yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's a... Oh, they've, they've got them down as waters here and waters... How many T's are in your name, Jesse? Your own article can't actually figure that out. It's Waterters. Well, it's Jesse Waters, I thought. Really, and then no, but, it's Waterters. But he's got two T's in the. Uh, I thought it was three T's. I don't know. It doesn't seem to. On Wat-ters. the graphic, he's got two, two, two T's. Hmm. But then, okay, so they've misspelled his name halfway through. His own, his, the article on his on his stuff. Anyway, quality programming. He was, he was, uh, the announced his show was planning to make a visit to Dedham nearly a week later. Officials decided to put a Christmas tree up. So there you go. Yeah, because it's not fucking worth it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, it isn't. I mean, you should do it. Have Fox News rolling in in the fucking nutter wagons. <laughs> Load of Proud Boys come, coming down with machine guns to stop people going in the library. 
I'm, 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 I'm happy to have a Christmas tree out loud, but also what I do. See, then I've gone. It could well be that it was just too much hassle. Do you know? It was like, oh, I can't be bothered this I year. I haven't got into the whole, you know, who said it, you know, be a fit. Well, it's, why you know what, you'd think, you'd, comfortable think, or whatever. you'd think that a national news organisation would have better things to do than to harass a single library in a small town. I assume it's a small town in Massachusetts or wherever it is. Well, look at what they did next, Chris. They, um, well, actually, no, this isn't in the library. I think let's have a look. Oh, no, this is, yeah, it's. Okay, did, that's, did, that, that, that was, that was, the, that was, that was example. Did what happened next? Exhibit A. Did what happened next? Someone ring up and said they were talking to a friend about Christmas, and their friend said, "I'm not really looking forward to it this year." So then Fox rolled in and doxed them. Yeah, good. Sorry, you have to celebrate. No, last week the Satanic, or last year this would have been the Satanic Temple of Illinois installed a holiday display of its own next to a nativity scene and a menorah in Springfield to commemorate its Satanic values. This is quite adorable, actually. So they did a crocheted snake and apples. Uh, lying on a book by Copernicus. <laughs> it's, quite, it's, it's quite adorable. So, yeah, it's like a little little plate with a load of crocheted apples in it and a uh, yeah, book of Copernicus and a snake. On. So they're having a bit of sense of humour with it, I would say. This is the fourth year since 2018 that Satanic Temple installed display at the state's capital holidays. Am I uh, wrong? Am I, like, I, I, think, I think where there's quite a big sort of gap, like across, like an Atlantic gap here, is that... Satanists are taken quite seriously in America, whereas I personally see them as quite funny and pretty harmless. Yeah, I mean, they clearly don't take themselves very seriously. No, they don't. They're just thing. making a point about, <laughs> yeah. you know, what, what, you know, um, how It sort of feels like their whole taken. religion is, like, tongue firmly. <laughs> yeah, just a complete piss take. Um, you, you would imagine. Um, but it was, it was condemned by a Roman Catholic bishop who was praying for their souls, basically. Yeah. Um, right. so how, that's, how that's many paedophiles did he shuffle the deck with? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, well, do you know what? If a Roman Catholic bishop is condemning you, you're probably doing something right. Yeah, some, some of all, them. Not all bad. Not all bad. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, so that, that, was, that was evidence B. And then it gets increasingly random, so let's have a look. So then there was Richard Atchison, 52 of Florida, and blimey, he's got... If you thought Charles Manson looked mad, this mm. guy's got... So they've got a picture of the guy, he's got a big old beard going on, quite... Anyway, um, yeah, he doesn't look like someone you want to meet in a dark alley. Um, anyway, according to the Lake County Sheriff's Office, he lost his temper on December the 12th after his wife asked for help and put a spoon in the sink. When the spoon hit the sink, his wife accidentally splashed him with water. Uh-huh. And then he packed his things, went out to his vehicle, returned to the house because he'd been drinking and told his wife to leave instead. He then threw the Christmas tree at her. So basically, he's assaulted his wife. And this is, this is all evidence of a war on Christmas for some right. brando in Florida. How is this a war on Christmas? It's horrible, but it's not, you know. No, I mean, this is like a really... he did it because he was angry at the concept of Christmas. I just think he's probably done a bit too much meh. Well, I mean, he sounds like he's an alcoholic, and it sounds like their marriage is on the... very bad. And um, the only thing I can say is I hope that she got out (laughs) of there and people gave her some help. And she's away from that situation. Not sure what it has to do with Christmas, apart from he threw a Christmas tree at her. Does that mean so? So 
if you get if you've got cats and you've got a Christmas tree, they will quite often knock things off of the Christmas tree and sometimes even knock the Christmas tree over because there's lots of shiny things moving around. Yeah. That's the instigators of the war on Christmas. I think well, based on what we're hearing here, yes, all the they evidence are. would seem to suggest And yes, cats they're... obviously got uh got deep history in Satanism. So yeah. they're almost as bad as serpents. They are almost as bad as serpents, yeah. They were God's second mistake. Not that he makes mistakes, obviously. Don't make any mistakes, no. It was, his, it was his second challenge. Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. So, so far, so unnecessary to have a kickboxing Santa, I'd say. I mean, it gets more loony from here. So there's okay. a South Good. Carolina mum arrested for allegedly stealing mm. ornaments and cross from churches with child in tow. Right. Um, so she signed her kid out of school, took him on a... Took him, took him to break into churches and take things. Um, break into churches or just go in churches that generally open? Yeah. Oh, no, she broke windows to get into two churches. Oh, right. And she must... Well, what? Yeah, I mean, normally you think a church would be open in the day. For Might be different in America. Maybe the sort of yeah. evangelist churches or something yeah, aren't. Don't, don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. In Europe, churches are open pretty much. Yeah, because you might want to go and speak to a priest or something. Yeah, but, have um, a prayer. Or just, you know, yeah, we'll go and have a little prayer. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, she broke she broke in through the window, so, yeah. To watch to steal some decorations. I mean, from the church's point of view, because they're Christian and obviously uh, they're caring, then I wouldn't have, if I was in charge of the church, I wouldn't have press charges or potentially have even reported her and I would have sort of said like you know like you're clearly really desperate this Christmas right we're going to help you out so I assume that's what happened yeah and I think you've been reading the plot of Le Miserable um no she uh, faces four counts of third degree burglary in a single kind of a lawful <laughs> combat towards the child she's, she's facing the chair <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know that it was done because she's in. Well, I don't know. It doesn't. Again, it doesn't explain any of her circumstances. And I mean, taking your kid out to go and do a, mm. a stealing spree is a bit weird as well. But I mean, you know, she may need help. Well, she doesn't sound like she's in a great place. Do you know what I mean? No, so who knows? maybe have a look into that. We don't have all the facts in front of us because that's yeah, weird because we're on a we're on a on a news website. Do you think it might have actually looked might have into had some, some facts in it? Thing, but no. Then there's a bunch of stuff about. Not wanting drag queens in a Christmas parade and that kicked off. I think we'll probably get into that. Um, let's have a look. Two charged in killing of Chicago man hanging Christmas lights. So, again, this is a shocking, horrible story, but basically, two people in Chicago. Near, I will point, because Illinois is in Chicago, mm-hmm. isn't it? Near so, the Satans. Near the Satanists. So, oh, mm. mm-hmm. one thing led to another slippery slope. You, you decide. Um, yeah, I mean, it's horrible. There's a 49-year-old man hanging lights outside his home and they decide to come up and, and murder him, basically. But I don't think, again, that that's a war. It doesn't really explain, again, doesn't explain what, what their motivation is or any of the rest of it. It's, um, they were charged with first-degree murder and the death of Jose Tellez and more than two dozen counts of armed robbery with a dangerous weapon. I don't know if they were trying to rob him. Yeah, rob I don't house. think it was about the Christmas lights. I don't, yeah, I don't think it was a discussion. So basically, the, the so, the proof, of Christmas. so the proof of the war on Christmas is any crimes committed around Christmas. It very much seems to be here, yeah. Um, right. 
Yeah, they pulled the two men pulled up, grabbed the bat and a crowbar, then climbed out of the vehicle. Oh, they were going to target and rob him. Yeah. Um, they tried to help. Well, he, because he was putting out Christmas lights. Beating him to death and then run off. And then there's a, a picture of a, a dog dyed green, presumably to look like the Grinch. What dog? Um, yeah, he appears to have been. He appears to have been dyed green. I don't know. I didn't was. Yeah, maybe that's not. Yeah, it might have just been painted. Yeah, not the dick oil paints. Yeah, <laughs> nice toxic dye. That's all right. Um, you can get it off with white spirit. So it's an article by Greg Wenner that, that, that from for Fox News Digital. There. Um, okay. Yeah. Greg, I'll be honest. Not impressed. I mean, one uh, thing I will say... But, I mean, Greg, what I will say is, actually, I say I'm not impressed. You probably fulfilled your brief accurately, so, you know, I'm impressed that you're able to do that. I wasn't impressed with the article, but that's more to do with the editorial line which your uh, organisation takes. Yeah, and I'll probably make sure that you spell the name of your the host that you're quoting in, in correctly in future. Well, Although your, your editors probably should have picked that up as well, to be fair, or proofreaders or whoever else is working on that. So there we go. Um, All right. Not, not loads of examples, but, um, I mean, I, I did think there was going to be more substantive rather than just a list of crimes that have occurred during Christmas <laughs> or Christmas <laughs> adjacent. adjacent. I mean, yeah, I get, I get that they get moody about. The, yeah, I would have thought they would have put up in the satanic church being able to have a display. But yeah, I so I would have because I still wouldn't have agreed with them, but I would have thought that maybe there would have been something like a council has decided to call stuff like the winter holiday rather than Christmas because well, they, didn't, they weren't going to put a Christmas tree up this year. Yeah, I know, but that's that's just not putting a Christmas tree up. Yeah. Right? And we don't actually know the reasons behind not putting the Christmas tree up. It could be the Christmas trees are quite expensive and the library doesn't have a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's plenty of reasons why it could have been. Um, but I would have thought it would, like, the amount that there is outcry about it, I would have thought there would have been some examples <laughs> of, yeah. of it happening. But, you know... Yeah, it's not... It's not um... There's not really a, a, a right. Let's have a look, see if we can find some. Something else. The other thing is, if you. I mean, DJ Khaled at the moment, who's sitting in judgment, is um, he's, he's holding his head in his hands. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I think it's is that is that it? That's it for what we've got so far. Um, it's okay if that's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's kind of. I'm just trying to see right. if I can find if they've done one for what for previous years. Not sure. Look, 2023. The war on Christmas. Santa's got his top off now. Santa's got his top off and he's hitting a Winterville holiday sign with nunchuckers. Um, I'm getting. I'm getting, past the, I'm getting past a note from his right honourable DJ Khaled. Fair enough. He's he's he's, he's decided. He's, he's, yeah, he's yeah, he's passed down judgment and he has said not guilty, there is no war on Christmas. Well, there you go. There you go. End up on a definitive one. Yeah, that's it. And um what are you gonna be doing for New Year's Eve now? 
Have you um have you got any New Year's resolutions? Um, I haven't I haven't actually sat down to think of them yet. I've probably got a few that I should be more healthy and all that kind of jazz. Okay. So if I'm taking as seriously as I do every other year, then that that won't be happening. Good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm going to spend more time at owl sanctuaries. Oh, okay. Cool. And on that note, we will leave you, and that's the end of this mini-series. It's been pretty loose, but, you know, it exists. Yeah, yeah. Loosey-goosey. Ain't that, ain't that what really matters? Isn't that the real spirit of Christmas? Um, so reckon. thank you for listening, and we will be back with the start of Series 6, I believe, and that will be on the 4th of January, so not long. And, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, everyone, for, thanks for listening. For listening Have you this had year, good holidays or having a good holiday. You know, and it's not for most of us. It's been a, that. it's not been a brilliant year, but you know, onwards and upwards. And uh, no matter what, we will keep churning out stuff that may slightly entertain you. Don't let the bastards grind down. That's exactly it. Cool. All right. Goodbye, everyone, and have a nice new year. Have a good one. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Driving away from my home this Christmas A man down the pub said he could get me a job in the Merchant Navy Guess driving away from my home this Christmas Supermarket loyalty points transferred to your name. That's right.